BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's up, guys? Welcome to Troubled Minds News. Don't mind the graphic. This is Troubled Minds. I couldn't find my other graphic because my PC's a mess. Don't mind that. It is Troubled Minds News, and I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is a show where the conspiracy is the news. And, of course, that means lots of things, including uh, propaganda, fake news, BS, spinning things, you know, all the garbage and all the stuff. What's up? I see you guys. Uh, I see you out there in the chat. How's everybody? Jay and Brian after dark. Uh, what's up? What's up? Um, yeah, this is uh, this is this is a show that spawned off of uh, our other show, Troubled Minds. And on Troubled Minds, we talk about all the crazy stuff, right? All the uh, the out there. We call it drinking the maybe juice, and uh, just considering all the things that could be possible in the strange universe that we live in. And that's all fine and well. But this show is just more quick hit news stories because somebody needs to do the news because they can't do it themselves anymore. Like like. It's so embarrassing that we live in a world now where the the actual news stations that are supposed to be doing the news can't because they're so um, they're such a joke. Basically, they're they're so uh, so just just blatantly dishonest to try and uh, convince us of to vote for this guy or vote for that gal or whatever. It's it's just um, it's 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 um, well, it's the world we live in. And I like to call it the upside down because I think that's uh, probably accurate, probably accurate. Uh, let's see. Make sure everything's fine. Everything working. Yeah, that's fine. I guess we'll just do it like this. Okay. All right. So, uh, so the thing is this, uh, we, we do this. And so, um, I always say this, and this is the truth. You can't interrupt Don Lemon or Sean Hannity in the middle of their propaganda because they breathlessly try and spit a ton of propaganda, right? So you can't call them and get on the show because they don't want you wasting their, their precious propaganda time. Well, this is not propaganda. This is just reading news stories. And so as part of the whole transparency process, not only do I share my sources, of course, which is just news links most of the time, uh, but also you can call in and be part of the show. Jump on the Discord. Uh, you can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Or you can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. It'll give you a direct invite to our Discord. And uh, you can just jump in the caller queue. We'll put you on the show. Easy as that. All right. 
I think that I think that sums it up. That sums it up. Let's uh, let us begin, shall we? Let's start here. Let's start with this. And yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, th- this is this is the one, right? If you if you ask the, the propagandists now, they'll tell you there's no problem with, uh, you know, um, uh, elites and uh, pedophilia rings. Right. They won't. They'll tell you that it's this is all just some QAnon nonsense. And I'm not defending that uh, that movement, by the way. There's a whole bunch of nutty stuff in the QAnon movement, in my opinion. But uh, what I am saying is that uh, being able to just write everything off as a conspiracy is awfully convenient, isn't it? And well, here we go. This is from C- CBS News. Prince Andrew faces possible trial over Virginia Robert Guffrey's sex abuse allegations. Oh, man. Really? Well, how deep do you think this rabbit hole goes? This is what we've been talking about for a long time with uh, with Epstein and this whole bit, right? But now uh, we've got Prince Andrew. And he's not the only one, by the way. There are plenty more, but let's read a little bit of this. It's a critical week for Britain's Prince Andrew as he tries to avoid the fallout from the Jeffrey Epstein sex abuse scandal. Just days after the conviction of Epstein's associate, Ghislaine Maxwell, a New York judge was expected on Monday to unseal a confidential agreement that Andrew's lawyers say could shield him from a civil sexual abuse lawsuit. The prince's attorneys called the lawsuit filed by Virginia Roberts Guffrey baseless. Uh, Judge Lewis Kaplan ordered the terms of a 2009 settlement between Epstein and Roberts Guffrey to be made public on by Monday. Andrew's lawyers say that agreement shields the prince and others from lawsuits by Roberts Guffrey, and they hope the judge will take it as sufficient grounds to dismiss her suit against the royal. The court will hear oral arguments on Tuesday over whether to throw out the suit. Uh, as NBC, as uh, sorry, as CBS News foreign correspondent Holly Williams reports, with the prospect of a legal battle hanging over him uh, prince andrew has kept an extremely low profile yeah you think on christmas day at windsor castle as other members of, the, of britain's royal family went to church the queen's second son was nowhere to be seen tarnished by his friendship with convicted child sex offenders epstein and maxwell a recent poll shows the prince is now liked by just six percent of the british public wow six percent of the british can you believe that uh this guy the the, the what's his name prince andrew has a lower lower uh, acceptance rating than congress six <laughs> percent uh, a recent poll shows the prince is now liked by just six percent of the british public that's ridiculous right andrew no longer performs uh, royal duties what was that royal rituals or something former tabloid editor kevin mckenzie told cbs news that the prince has been pushed right to the side essentially told by his family that he's no longer representing anything well is <laughs> um, as, as sad as this is it because it's not funny um um, this guy do you think anything's going to happen to these people basically so we've got we've got the Ghislaine Maxwell conviction they're going to throw the book at her and put her away for lots of years for sure but then after that what happens do you think that they're going to go after any of these guys or do you think they're going to just scapegoat her and say oh everything's fine we we caught the bad guys and justice was served and this is uh yeah well mm, mm. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. What's going on, guys? I see there in the chat. How's everybody? Uh, then we'll go to this. How about this? Uh, yep. Not only that, so in uh, this is uh, the, the news that they just uh, described as happening right now. We have this from the Daily Beast. Uh, Epstein's secret settlement with rape accuser Virginia Guffrey finally revealed. So uh, as reported in the other CBS News article, which I'm dropping here, there we go. There we go. And then we have, there we go, back to the Daily Beast. So there's, there's the links. Transparency. Okay, check this out. Uh, Epstein's secret settlement. Oh, I just read that. Okay, Jeffrey Epstein paid Virginia Roberts Guffrey $500,000 to settle her 2009 lawsuit, according to newly uh, unsealed court documents. The settlement was unsealed as part of Guffrey's civil suit against Prince Andrew, in which she is seeking unspecified damages, claiming that Andrew raped her three times when she was 17 and that she had been trafficked to him by Epstein and his accomplice, convicted sex trafficker, 
Ghislaine Maxwell. A source close to Guffrey uh, exclusively uh, told the Daily Beast that her side is pleased that the settlement has now been made public, especially given the relatively small amount of money paid out to Guffrey. Andrew's side has previously claimed she was paid millions of dollars in various lawsuits. Uh, the source said that Andrew's lawyer's claims in her legal briefs about the impact of the settlement on Andrew were simply not accurate, adding it was all a red herring. We're uh, pleased it, it is out. It stops the public t- uh, disassembling that people have been doing. Okay, well, learn to write better first. But anyway, uh, so, right, here we go. Here's your, your QAnon nonsense, right? This is the way the world works. Uh, if you uh, you listen to the mainstream narratives, they'll tell you that there's nothing to see here. This is this was just you know the one bad guy and you know his accomplice, and that's it, right? Well, what about all the rest of them? That's what I want to know. So, interestingly, we'll see if anything comes of this. What are your guys' predictions on this? You think that uh, any of these um, actual quote elites go down for this for being part of this sex trafficking thing yeah i'm not so sure i'm not so sure i'm gonna guess no that's my prediction and uh well what can you do right what can you do all this is a grotesque unfortunate and yeah here we are here we are what's up gibby just normal politics exactly right covering up the the people doing the dirtiest things and that's the way it goes all right let us continue shall we there's more there's always more let's go to uh science alert now this is pretty amazing i love this this is uh as you know me i love to look up and uh uh look at the astronomy news watch the stars myself here we go the tiny dots in this image aren't stars or galaxies they're black holes. All right. Now we're talking. Uh, the image above may look like a fairly normal picture of the night sky. You can see the image right there. But what you're looking at is a lot more special than just glittering stars. Each of these white dots is an active, supermassive black hole. And each of those black holes is devouring material at the heart of a galaxy millions of light years away. Uh, that's how they could be pinpointed at all. Totaling 25,000 such dots, astronomers created the most detailed map to date of black holes at low radio frequencies in early 2021, an achievement that took years and a Europe-sized radio telescope to compile. Uh, quote, this is the result of many years of work on incredibly difficult data, explained Western, Fran- uh, Western explained, sorry, explained astronomer Francesco de Gasperin of the University of Hamburg in Germany. Quote, we had to invent new methods to convert the radio signals into images of the sky. And here we go. Let's get a full size image of this. And you can see. So there you go. Your very first actual black hole map every everyone on there is not a star it's a black hole hmm. Hmm. yeah look at that uh pretty interesting stuff and uh i love it i absolutely love it let's see Oop, let's make that back smaller okay so let's see uh when they're just hanging out not doing much black holes don't give off any detectable radiation making them much harder to find when a black hole is actively accreting uh, accreting material spooling it from a disk of dust and gas it circles it much like a water circles a drain the intense forces involved generate radiation across multiple wavelengths that we can detect across the vastness of space and through all this data collection for all this time they've got this map and i think that's pretty cool i think that's pretty cool stuff uh, what do you guys think uh, if you again if you want to be part of the show you are welcome to as always 702-957-1037 Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and it's as simple as that. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Where are we at time-wise? I think everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's do one more, and then we'll keep on trucking here. Uh, take a quick break. All right. Let's go to this. Yeah, well, Elon Musk. Ah, Elon Musk is back in the news. You got to love this guy. Got to love this guy, right? Musk says SpaceX, this is from ExtremeTech.com, Musk says SpaceX could land humans on Mars in just five years. That's right, guys, just five years. He keeps, he, 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 uh, he does, he is, he is into this, isn't he? He's into the Mars thing. Uh, so uh, Musk made this prediction on an episode of the Lex Friedman podcast. Uh, the full conversation, which you can see below, is more than two and a half hours long. In it, the pair discussed Tesla's self-driving technology, neural networks, memes, and, of course, SpaceX. 
the conversation about Mars starts at around the 27 minute mark. You guys can again check it out yourself. Uh, so he says this. Uh, he's floated some very pie in the sky timelines for sending people to Mars, but now he's doubling down. In a recent interview, Musk said uh, SpaceX will land the first humans on Mars in 10 years, and that's a worst case scenario. It could be half as long if everything goes perfectly uh, during upcoming Starship tests. Half as long. Five years, guys. Five years. Currently, NASA hopes to land Artemis 3 on the moon in 2025, but that timeline is looking suspect due to delays with SLS and updated spacesuits. SpaceX is also just in the early stages of designing the Starship variant that will land the crew on the lunar surface. If those issues result in another Artemis delay, Musk's proposed timeline could be... uh, could put people on Mars before the moon. Uh, that seems like a long shot, but it would be an incredible accomplishment and an indictment of traditional government contractors if it comes to pass. Yeah, no kidding, right? No kidding. Uh, if you want anything to not get done but to waste all your money, let the government do it. <laughs> They'll definitely burn up your money and blow up your timeline and say, well, we're doing our best. Do you have any more money we could burn for you? (laughs) Uh, Funny, not funny, right? Uh, Ridiculous. Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, yeah, five years, that seems ridiculous, doesn't it? That seems ridiculous. But uh, yeah, uh, well, let's let's hope. Let's hope that uh, maybe he's right. The thing about Elon Musk, too, right, is is you know he gets the the old digital jesus moniker and you know the the worshiping fanboys and all the rest of that stuff but but he makes shit happen doesn't he he makes shit happen can, can you imagine that before nasa could get astronauts you know quote back to the moon elon musk is sending people to mars that seems absurd yeah uh, what's up gibby says wasn't it four years two years ago i think yeah but there's uh, i think covid knocked it back right like delays on just about everything uh but but i don't know let's uh, we'll see he says uh he says 10 years now it's five i don't know uh basically we only have so much time on this planet right so he's uh he's not getting any younger and i'm sure he realizes that and you can't end up on mars when you're 80 years old that's 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 going to be a bad way to go right it's just not that you know you know you know it's probably not the best best idea so anyway well uh five years five years you tell me (laughs) you tell me all right so what we're gonna do is take a quick break uh and this show is sponsored by you it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, let us continue, shall we? Gibby's got a a good uh, a good 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 comment here. Uh, we're still blaming COVID on everything in 2022. Sounds good. Well, you know, it did it did kind of break supply chains and all, all kinds of stuff, and you know, everybody had to stop 
you know, sending car parts because everybody was sending toilet paper instead. So it did, it did kind of change things on a, sort of a drastic scale. So only because people lost their damn minds and started buying toilet paper for no apparent reason. I mean, if, if you, if you're one of those people and still have like a whole pallet full of toilet paper in your garage or something, I got to wonder about you. I, I got to wonder about you. Uh, anyway, but yeah, yeah, agreed 100% uh, that the blaming stuff on COVID is, is pretty weak sauce. But, well, what can you do? What can you do? All right, let us continue, shall we? Uh, again, if you want to be part of the show, it's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Check this out. Yep, uh, this is from the Daily Mail. And yeah, you'll never believe this. What is going on with this? Hundreds of white-tailed deer in the U.S. Damn it, with these ads. Are infected with COVID. Hundreds of white-tailed deer in the U.S. are infected with COVID. The animals may be drinking contaminated water with human feces that has traces of the virus, experts say. (sighs) Okay. While the U.S. government works to stop the spread of coronavirus between humans, wildlife officials are working to understand how the virus is infecting wild white-tailed deer. Although experts have not confirmed how these wild animals are contracting COVID, the leading hypothesis is that deer are drinking contaminated water. Yep. And uh, research shows the virus lingers in human feces and wastewater. And yep, it continues. Hundreds of animals have tested positive in Illinois, Michigan, New York, Pennsylvania, Iowa, and Ohio. And researchers fear the entire U.S. population of some 30 million may soon be infected. The entire U.S. population of 30 million white-tailed deer. Does that sound... Does that sound... Does that sound strange? Sounds strange to me. Penn State University found more than 80% of the white-tailed deer sampled in different parts of Iowa between December 2020 and January 2021 tested positive for SARS-CoV-2, while another study shows 67% of those sampled in Michigan have signs of the virus. The findings, according to experts, highlight the critical need to urgently urgently implement surveillance programs to monitor SARS-CoV-2 spread within the deer and other susceptible wildlife species and put into place methods to mitigate potential spillback. Isn't this great? Do you notice this? Like, oddly enough, uh, the the situation is that uh, we need to critical need to urgent urgently implement surveillance programs. Like, that's the answer to everything, isn't it? It's like sur- more surveillance. Guy. I mean, shit. I, we can fix everything with more surveillance, can't we? Right? More surveillance. More surveillance. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that seems hmm, suspicious. Maybe it seems suspicious. I don't know. Let's see. It is known that animals can contract the coronavirus from humans, but most of the known cases are of those living in zoos where animals and humans are constantly in close contact. However, there has not been any known cases of deer transmitting the virus to humans. Uh, does this sound, does this sound weird to you guys? Does this sound super weird? It sounds super weird to me. Uh, I don't I don't know what to say other than. Uh, 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 yeah, white-tailed deer. The entire population, all 30 million of them, they're saying, is going to catch the coronavirus. Hmm. Suspicious? Maybe, maybe. Anyway, let's continue, shall we? There's always more. Let's go to uh, the Nevada Independence. And, uh, yeah, here you go. This is what it's all about. <laughs> What's up, Brian, after dark? Animals getting fed up with humans. Yeah, right? Uh, let's go to this. The Nevada Independence. It's no wonder people don't trust the science anymore. Oh, all right. All right. Well, you don't say. (laughs) Politicians, health experts, and pundits pushing for various policies regularly demand that we trust the science as we enter the third year of a lingering pandemic, as if science was somehow synonymous with a certain political outlook or policy agenda. Exactly. More than merely growing tiresome, this trope has also inflicted significant damage to the trust Americans have for the very institutions they are ostensibly working to keep the nation safe from the risks of the virus, right? And this is exactly my whole point, right? When you when you politicize the science and then say, in the same breath, trust the science, 
why do you think people don't trust the science? <laughs> like, no shit, Sherlock's. Come on, people, right? Uh, to be sure, the, the distrust people have for actual facts was already a worrisome trend in our modern Twitter-driven political culture. With the great dem- dem- democratization of knowledge ushered into existence by the Internet came a lamentably post-truth political landscape where half-truths, cherry-picked data, and even flat-out falsehoods are circulated as gospel throughout bubble-wrapped echo chambers. Deteriorating our ability to have reasonable, nuanced, and intelligent conversations about crucial policy topics. Yep, yep, there you go. No wonder people don't trust the science anymore. And uh, how long have we been saying this? Like, no kidding. Like, I don't, I don't know who this guy, Michael Schaus, uh, that wrote this, but, well, bravo, bravo. Get to the point, right? Get to the point, people. You can't politicize science and in the same breath say, trust the science. It makes you look like a douche, and it makes all the rest of us trust you even less. You got it? It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. And by the way, the Fauci stuff, if you, if you just say, you know what? The data doesn't suggest any of this stuff yet, right? We don't know yet until that comes in. I'll speak about what we do know, not about what we don't know, and that's it, right? I'm not going to speculate. Well, how hard is that? No, we're going to speculate. We're going to talk about January 6th. We're going to say, I represent the science. We're going to say all the rest of this shit. We're going to politicize all of it, right? Because it's just a big poo flagging contest. And all the while, what's actually taking the beating? That's right, science itself, making people more suspicious every single damn day. And what are you going to do? How, how can you stop this? Literally, like we are just turning into knuckleheads, just, just an entire civilization of knuckleheads in what should be what the, the, this is probably the, the pinnacles of civilization, right? We've got more medical technology than ever. We've got the the lifespans are higher than ever. Well, until the last couple of years, read into that what you will. But, but right, like this, this should be like the golden age of humanity. And instead, we have propaganda just tearing it all to pieces. And that that right there should tell you something, right? That right there in and of itself is terrifying a terrifying prospect um so yeah anyway uh, as usual we are taking phone calls if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org and yeah that's what's on my mind what's going on with you guys and uh, what do you think what do you think about this trust the science routine is this is this getting old this trope is getting old yeah uh here we go uh, let's read just a little bit more from this i think this is important to highlight. Uh, it began early in the pandemic when Dr. Anthony Fauci famously crafted the noble lie that masks were unnecessary, a lie concocted to protect against a run on much needed medical supplies. However, even noble lies erode credibility and foster disdain for those who utter them. And his fib about the efficacy of masks wasn't his only attempt at leveraging his reputational largesse to manipulate the masses. His estimation of what percentage of Americans Americans would need to receive the vaccine to induce herd immunity was similarly crafted to incentivize behaviors rather than inform the populace. In a New York Times interview, Dr. Fauci admitted that the number he provided was chosen with the intention of encouraging vaccination rather than being based on some epidemiological reasoning. Likewise, his recent suggestion that the U.S. might soon consider vaccine requirements for air travel was based not on factual data regarding the transmission of the virus on airplanes, but on the notion that making life further inconvenient for the unvaccinated might produce his preferred social outcome. Yeah, right. Time and again, Dr. Fauci has shown that he is willing to use his authoritative position as an opportunity to propagandize rather than inform. And yet, many in the political and national media class continue to exalt him as if he were some infallible scientific prophet. Wow, well said. Holy smokes. It continues among many his policy recommendations are hailed as indistinguishable or inseparable from scientific fact, a notion he himself tacitly endorsed when he argued that those who criticize him were really criticizing science because I represent science. Ah, yes, yes. Somebody out there gets it. Somebody gets it. And this is the type of stuff that we need to stand up to and say, no, 
No, we're not stupid, and you can't lie to us because you, you think it's in our best interest for us to be manipulated by you. You see? There's a huge problem here. There's a very, very big problem here. And I'm sorry the CNN heads that are like, oh, I'm fine with Fauci lying to us. Well, <laughs> don't you see what a grotesque slippery slope that is when you start to just give policy heads again like the greatest doctor in all the land anthony fauci when they just start lying turns into propaganda it doesn't have anything to do with the science you see there's a big freaking problem here a very large problem and people need to start saying this people need to continue saying this we've been saying this you know us us in this community again i'm not an anti-vaxxer don't get me wrong i think it's a good idea in some cases depends on you it's a personal choice that's it that's it right you take care of you the government doesn't take care of you that's the way i see it but here's the best part or the worst part about all of this well dr anthony fauci still has a job <laughs> he still has a job how can they haven't fired this guy are you kidding me uh, like uh, Axel said famously, uh, infamously in our one of our fireside chats after one of the shows, is that in the old days, Fauci would have gone out and just lied and lied and lied and lied. And then they would have fired him and said, well, you know, uh, we fired him for lying, even though he did what he was told. Right. But now uh, the deep state runs everything. So uh, Fauci, who's been a lifelong deep stater. Well, you can't touch him. <laughs> you can't touch him. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, in any case. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. And uh, it's no wonder people don't trust the science anymore. And if you want to go off about this and bang your fist on the desk and shout at the moon, I kind of don't blame you because I'm really sick of the BS they're trying to feed us here with all the rest of this stuff with, uh, again, half-truths right? It's fake. It's literally, it's fake news. It's propaganda. And then you have half the world believing that just a bunch of falsehoods because they think that that's the way it is because Rachel Maddow said it because Don Lemon said it. Well, guess what people? They're liars. They're liars. They're literally sponsored by Pfizer. They're liars. It's like, okay, well, yeah, it irritates me. It irritates me a lot because yeah, here we are. Here we are. Anyway, uh, 702-957-1037. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we will be right back. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and let us continue. There is always more. Let's go to fizz.org. And uh, here you go. You want the You want more mysteries in space? Let's take a look. Astronomers find mysterious dusty object orbiting a star. Uh-oh. What is that? Mysterious dusty object. It sounds like it came out of the library of H.P. Lovecraft. The transiting exoplanet survey satellite, TESS, was launched in 2018 with the goal of discovering small planets around the sun's nearest neighboring stars. TESS test has so far discovered 172 confirmed exoplanets and compiled a list of 4,703 candidate exoplanets. Its sensitive camera takes images and that span a huge field of view, more than twice the area of the constellation of Orion. And TESS has also assembled a test input catalog with over 1 billion objects. Billion with a B. It's a lot of damn objects. Uh, Follow-up studies of TIC objects have found that they result from stellar pulsations, shocks from supernovae, disintegrating planets, gravitational self-lensed binary stars, eclipsing triple star systems, disk occultations, and more. Uh, Yep, well, here we go. Uh, Let's see. Karen Collins of the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics was a member of a large team that discovered this, this, this mysterious variable object, Tick TIC 40079922 there you go only going to say it once too 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 long too much uh, they searched the catalog using machine learning based computational tools developed by the from the observed behaviors of hundreds of thousands of known variable objects the method has previously found disintegrating planets and bodies that are emitting dust for example the unusual source TIC but well, I'm not going to say it again was spotted serendipitously because of its rapid drop in brightness by nearly 25% in just a few 
hours, uh, followed by several sharp brightness variations that could each be interpreted as an eclipse uh, in just a few four hours. There you go. A few four hours. Is that correct? Anyway, uh, let's. So the the dusty, yeah, mysterious dusty object from the uh, yeah. What's going on? Meta eyes open. We got a, another new chatter here to, today as well. What's going on, guys? I see you there. Who else is new here? Uh, we've got uh, Bright After Dark, first time chat. Uh, what's up? How you guys doing? Meta eyes open and uh, and uh, Brian After Dark, uh, Bright After Dark uh, on the active on the Discord as well. Um, okay, so uh, we're gonna keep on trucking. What's going on, Born Generals? I see you there. All right, here's the thing. We're gonna do this. This is uh, from Newsweek, and uh, yeah, the, yeah, you you got it. There's still on this i guess that we're approaching the the one-year anniversary of this cap the capital riot so it's all back in the news again and they're all up in a hizzy about it and they're like ah, the thing it's all the thing and uh what's up dre oh oh right on eyes open from discord what's going on welcome 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 to the troubled minds news show all right so this is this is wild right this is this is again this is politics at its worst um we we've got this capital riot again that again the only one who knew this was going to happen was me obviously right because i woke up early that day i turned on the news because i was like january 6th this shit's gonna go down right shit's gonna go down is this the day it's gonna go down and i turned it on and this is what you see you see people flooding the, the capital steps so if i knew it how come they didn't know it if you knew it how come they didn't know it how come they didn't put up the barrier before all this went down well you know why Come on, you guys know why. We're not stupid here. Anyway, check this out. They're going to just politicize the shit out of this. It's going to be a whole thing again when we hit the one-year anniversary. Watch, they're going to breathlessly be talking about oh, the January 6th insurgency. Anyway, on Sunday, January 3rd, the head, this, is, this gets crazy. Okay, uh, exclusive from uh, Newsweek. Secret commandos with shoot-to-kill authority were at the Capitol. We're at the Capitol. Shoot-to-kill shoot authority right uh, interestingly it was an insurrection they had commandos with shoot to kill authority and only one person got shot and that was an unnecessary shooting by the way like that guy should probably be in jail the guy that shot her ashley babbitt right in any case and i did see another smear on ashley babbitt just recently where they're like oh ashley babbitt isn't who you thought she was and they have like uh, she was having an affair with some some girl's husband and all this other stuff, right? And they, but still, right? Th th is, does that justify shooting her? Of course not. Of course not. But you see, you see the way they politically smear the shit out of this. But anyway, uh, so yeah, with shoot to kill orders. Here you go. Uh, da da blah 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 blah. On Sunday, January 3rd, the heads of half a dozen elite government special operations teams met in Quantico, Virginia, to go over potential threats, contingencies, and plans for the upcoming joint session of Congress. The meeting and the subsequent, subsequent deployment of these shadowy commandos on January 6th has never before been revealed. Oh, yeah? Well, how about now? Uh, right after the new year, Jeffrey A. Rosen, the acting attorney general on January 6th, approved implementation of longstanding contingency plans dealing with the most extreme possibilities an attack on president donald trump or vice president mike pence a terrorist attack involving a weapon of mass destruction and a declaration of measures to implement continuity of government requiring protection and movement of presidential successor successors right okay rosen made a unilateral decision to take the preparatory steps to deploy justice department and so-called national forces there was no formal request re request from the u.s capitol police which makes me wonder why again if i knew it and you knew it how come they didn't know it i'm telling you there's there's something that stinks about this entire thing but then uh so so the u.s capitol police didn't request this the secret service or the metro pd in fact no external request from any agency the leadership and justice and the fbi anticipated the worst and decided to act independently the special uh, operations forces lurking behind the scenes and uh yeah right uh, let's see Quote, I believe that the DOJ reasonably prepared for contingencies ahead of January 6th, understanding that th there was considerable uncertainty as to how many people would arrive, who those people would be, and precisely what purposes they would pursue, Rosen later told Congress. He stressed that his department uh, um, no front, had no frontline role with respect to crowd control and that they were focused on high-risk operations. The contingency units meeting on January 3rd included the FBI's hostage rescue team, the FBI's national render safety 
team, an FBI SWAT team from the Baltimore field office, special response teams from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and Explosives, and the U.S. Marshal Service, uh, blah, blah. You get, you get the point, right? So uh, once again, they knew this, and how come they let this happen? How come they let it happen? What's up? Robert says, I don't care if Ashley was doing porn. She didn't deserve to die. And that cop should be tried for first degree murder. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. You can't. I mean, uh, I did. I'll I'll try and find that article. I just found it when I was going through the news before the show where they're like, oh, uh, Ashley Babbitt had an affair and she rammed somebody, somebody's car with her her SUV and said she was going to beat her ass. Right. And all this other stuff for outing the affair. Still, still, she didn't kill anybody, and she didn't deserve to be shot, and that's that. And uh, sorry, I don't care how, how you try and smear it, how you try and politicize it. And again, smearing somebody after they've passed on like that in, in, in a political manner is just even more disgusting. Anyway, point is, uh, well, secret commandos with shoot to kill authority were at the Capitol. So how come nobody got shot? Shoot to kill authority, secret commandos, an insurrection, they say, is the words that happened. And, well, they weren't shooting people, were they? Weird. So weird. Anyway, it's, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really light a fire under my ass in the next few days because they're going to be talking about this because it's one year, so on and so forth. Uh, is it one year? Two? Isn't it two years? I don't even. I've lost track. It seems like the last two years have just been this big freaking blur. Uh, in any case, let's go to Science Alert. ScienceAlert.com. Oh, by the way, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the Discord link at TroubledMinds.org. We'll put you on the show. Easy as that. All right, let's go. Let's go to Science Alert. Mysterious footprints suggest Neanderthals climbed a volcano. Right after interrupted Mm. Uh, yeah nice according to legend the devil once took a walk down the side of a volcano in southern italy each step preserved forever in solid rock the tracks are known as chiampate del diavolo or the devil's trail excuse my italian it's worse than my french but details published in 2020 reveal a less diabolical yet far more interesting story of how they came to be the mysterious footprints are well known to those living near uh rocomonofina Fina. There you go. Uh, boy, I say that three times fast. An extinct volcano in southern Italy that hasn't erupted in tens of thousands of years. Since 2001, researchers have sought to explain the dozens of impressions left by a small group of human ancestors and even a few animals snaking their way down the mountainside. But a paper published in January 2020 suggested some individuals were actually heading back up. Over recent years, numerous expeditions have provided detailed me- measurements on a total of 67 indentations left by the scuffle of feet, hands, and legs, all divided across three distinct tracks headed away from the mountain's summit. Thanks to the contributions by a team of scientists from institutes across Italy, we obtained details on a further 14 prints, these even larger than the others, some of which head up the mountain rather than down. Uh, Yeah, right? Thanks to the blah, 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 radiometric and geological dating of the various rock strata have already established that the imprints were cast in the soft blanket of ash left in the wake of an eruption around 350,000 years ago. Yep, making them some of the oldest preserved human footprints on record. But just who left these tracks? It's impossible to say for certain based on an assortment of dull shapes pressed awkwardly in time-worn volcanic sediment. But there seems to be at least five different bodies behind the marks. Further investigations could help whittle down ideas on the sex, body mass, and perhaps even height of the trekkers. Given our own Homo sapiens ancestors developed their characteristic traits only 315,000 years ago, we can be pretty confident they weren't members of our own species. But the researchers have some clues. In any case, this is pretty cool because, well, for a lot of reasons, but... So apparently the devil did not walk down the volcano. Uh, Instead, uh, they, well, it was uh, ancient human ancestors, they say. And the question becomes, why are they actually walking up the volcano after an eruption? Hmm. 
interesting. What's up? Uh, Meta, Meta, what's up? Dre says, the smearing of Ashley sounds exactly like what the media does to people of color, victims of police too. defend the police state to no end. Eh? Yeah. Well, and, and not only that, right? Uh, it's, uh, it's all, it's all politicized. And, 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 and instead of taking each, each incident as its own incident, uh, and, you know, examining the details and the facts and the situation, uh, ex- like exactly, like you said, it's like a, everybody runs to their echo chamber sides and start, you know, starts flinging poo at each other to their, they run to their wheelbarrows of poo so they could fling poo. <laughs> right? It's, it's so dumb. What's up? Born general says it was a hot tub back then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It could be. It was the first, the first uh, day spa right here, right here on walking up the volcano. But uh, this is pretty cool. Again, uh, it is not the devil's trail, but it is human ancestors walking up the volcano, a freshly erupted volcano in the ash. Yeah. You tell me. Pretty cool stuff. You want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, and we'll put you on the show. All right. Let's see. Where are we at? I think we're fine. No spammers today. I actually enabled my moderation tools because we keep getting spammers. But uh, because I did, no no spammers. Huh. <laughs> Damn, I was itching to ban somebody. This is this is BS. I demand a recount. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. What else do we got? Let us continue, shall we? Mm, here we go. Uh, this this one is uh, interesting. This is Fox 2 now and uh, dropping this here. You guys can check it out. Look at this. This is pretty wild. This is from, let's see, anybody in the Discord? No, we're good. Okay, everything's good. All right, this is from uh, Fox, Fox 2 now. Washington University researchers use teens' blood to develop gene therapies for autism. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, hmm. Jake Litvag leaned in for a closer look as a lab mouse scurried around an enclosure, uh, stopping to sniff a large block. Hi, Jacob. I'm Jake, the 16-year-old said, naming the furry little creature engineered to have the same genetic abnormality he has. The mouse and its lab-grown relatives are the first in the world to mirror the missing gene that causes Jake's autism. Scientists at Washington University in St. Louis bred the mice and grew stem cells derived from Jake's blood to study and find ways to treat his rare disorder and look for answers to the larger puzzle of autism. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Robert says, now that's the real teen spirit. Yeah, exactly right. Jake's family raised the money for the early research, which scientists then parlayed into a $4 million grant from the National Institutes of Health to delve more deeply into Jake's gene, one of more than 100 implicated in autism. They hope to find points of convergence that could someday help people with all forms of neurodevelopmental condition affecting one in 44 U.S. children. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, so did the devil actually go down to Georgia? That's a good question. That's a hell of a question actually okay so uh good stuff working out of the lab the tears welled up in lisa latvig's eyes as she thought about the language within her son's cells helping other kids uh so uh, we're deeply proud and humbled to be part of this said joe litvag what what can we do uh, what do we live this life for? It's ultimately to try in one way, shape, or or form to be of service to others. And so, so interesting, again, stem cells using the teen's own blood, replicating the autism gene in mice, and then they're going to try and fix it. Uh, interesting, interesting. So I don't know. I don't know here. Is this pretty wild or pretty uh, normal? <laughs> normal, I guess normal in this day and age. So we'll see. We'll see what this uh, happens. I think I think an interesting thing to, to when, when thinking about this in particular is is people are different, right? And so I, I understand there are, you know, very, very crippling forms of autism. But there's also like, you know, the they call it on the spectrum and, you know, shades of autism and things like this that are not crippling. In that, um, you know, some some of the most uh, brilliant people we have are on that spectrum because they're just they they're different. They think differently. And to me, right, uh, clearly, I'm not talking about the really uh, crippling or debilitating forms of autism, but I am talking about if we find a way to maybe genetically just get rid of this somehow, maybe crisper it out of people or whatever, um, then is, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing in the end? 
Uh, again, not talking about the worst cases, just talking about the mild cases. Is this something that we should uh, uh, look to do? Like I said, I'm not a, I'm not the answers guy, and I don't know the answer to that. But I wonder. It makes me wonder if um, kind of changing the way this stuff works uh, in uh, kind of on the a gene level basis is uh, maybe a good thing in the long run. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, again, I don't have answers because if I did, I'd just be another lying dog propagandist. But uh, yeah, here we go. If you want to be part of the show, seven zero two. 957-1037 and we'll put you on the show. Uh, click the Discord link at TroubleMinds.org. Alright, let's go to uh, the Tech Hindustan Times. Hindustan Times. Uh, and this is uh, pretty good. Anybody still use Google Chrome? I stopped a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, once they once they dropped their uh, Do No Evil slogan and uh, they were like, nah, we don't need that anymore. I was like, that's cool. I don't need your browser either. <laughs> I'm out. But anyway, uh, yeah. Did you save login passwords via Google Chrome browser. Stop now. Check this website. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Yep. With a reliance increasing on the internet to work, play, and keep in touch during the COVID-19 pandemic, cyber criminals have also become more active. There has been a phenomenal increase in reports of cyber criminals stealing people's data, information, accounts, passwords, etc. And now there are reports of a new kind of cyber crime rising fast. The most scary thing about it is that once this malware infects your gadgets, it can steal everything from credit card details to autocomplete login information. Yep, you read that right even autocomplete login passwords to straight from your browser and that means people on google chrome and microsoft edge have to start worrying and doing something immediately about it with so many accounts and passwords blah 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 how do you check if it's stolen blah 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 anyway there you go don't don't do it guys don't do it absolutely don't do it it's time for some sort of a maybe maybe you have to uh, st- stick your thumb in the machine and have it bite you and taste your blood before it logs you in or something you know i don't know it's uh this this uh this world is it's an amazing place <laughs> this world is an amazing place uh anyway i don't know what to do other than i don't know I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe stop using these browsers, I guess. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's continue, shall we? Oh, here it is. Here it is. I did. I did pull it up. I should have included this in the other, uh, the other spot. Okay. But here you go. Check this out. This is this the smear thing I was talking about with Ashley Babbitt from the L.A. Times. San Diego's Ashley Babbitt, a martyr. Her past tells a more complex story. Right. Here we go. There it is. A more complex story. And if you go down and read some of this stuff, uh, let's see. The first time Celeste Norris laid eyes on Ashley Babbitt, the future insurrectionist from San Diego, had just rammed Norris's vehicle three times with an SUV and was pounding on the window, challenging her to a fight. Norris says the bad blood between them began in 2015 when Babbitt engaged in a months-long extramarital affair with Norris's longtime live-in boyfriend. When she learned of the relationship, Norris called Babbitt's husband and told him she was cheating. Quote, she pulls up yelling and screaming, Norris said in an exclusive interview with the Associated Press recounting the July 29, 2016 road rage incident in Prince Frederick, Maryland. It took me a good 30 seconds to figure out who she was. Just all sorts of expletives telling me to get out of the car and that she was going to beat my ass. Babbitt was later charged with numerous misdemeanors. And again, right, here's your smears. Here, here are your smears. So Ashley Babbitt's passed away. She was shot tragically and unnecessarily. And this is a type of stuff that the 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 dirty dog lying pos media pulls and notice again this just came out this was january 3rd why do you think because they're setting it up to propagandize that whole january 6th stuff i should have included that i thought i didn't and uh, sorry about that i should have just had them together as part of a one story but what can you do nobody's perfect okay but point being like how grotesque is this right a martyr her past tells a more complex story. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, uh, if that doesn't make you mad, I'm not sure what will. It's just, uh, again, unfortunate. And here we are living in an unfortunate time, unfortunate world. Uh, all right. So uh, what else do we got? Let's go to fizz.org. This one's pretty good as well. How a handful of prehistoric geniuses launched humanity's technological revolution. All right. All right, maybe. <laughs> maybe. What's going on, guys? Uh, I see you out there in the chat. For the first few million years of human evolution, technologies changed slowly. Some three million years ago, our ancestors were making chipped stone flakes and crude choppers. Two million years ago, 
hand axes. A million years ago, primitive humans sometimes used fire, but with difficulty. Then 500,000 years ago, technological change accelerated as spear points, fire making, axes, bees, and bows appeared. This technological revolution wasn't the work of one people. Innovations arose in different groups, modern homo sapiens, primitive sapiens, possibly even Neanderthals, and then spread. Many key inventions were unique one-offs. Instead of being invented by different people independently, they were discovered once, then shared. That implies a few clever people created many of history's big inventions. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Uh, and not all of them were modern humans. Uh, here you go. Pretty good stuff. 500,000 years ago in southern Africa, primitive Homo sapiens first bound stone blades to wooden spears, creating the spear point. Spear points were revolutionary as weaponry and as the first composite tools combining components. The spear point spread, uh, appearing 300,000 years ago in East Africa in the Mideast and 250,000 ago in Europe, wielded by Neanderthals. Anyway, that pattern suggests a spear point was gradually passed on from one people to another all the way from africa to europe and there you go there's your uh, reverse engineering uh alien tech is uh when they found some guy got stabbed by a spear they wanted to know what the spear was and uh they created some of them, them themselves right yeah uh what's going on guys how you doing uh, what's up drew Hola, Mike. More maybe juice for 2022. You got it. You got it, buddy. All right. Uh, where are we at time-wise? I think we're good. All right. So uh, what's going on? Is uh, Derek still out there? Are we doing this tonight or was this next week? I have no idea. I forgot because I'm a knucklehead. But are we doing Lovecraft tonight or are we going to do it Wednesday or next week or... I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're going to do tonight on Troubled Minds. So just kind of tossing it out there if Derek's out there in the chat. If not, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll bump it some other time. It's no big deal. I'm flexible, as you know. I'll uh, come up with something else. There's lots of stuff to talk about, as always. Uh, so let me know if you're out there. Uh, let's go to this. Let's go to businessinsider.com. Yep. Uh, now, this, this you want to talk scary? Remember we talked about Havana Syndrome. Check this out. Whistleblower sounds alarm over degenerative mystery illness causing hallucinations and fatigue, The Guardian reports. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yep. Uh, an anonymous Canadian whistleblower from Vital Vitalite Health Network probably said that wrong. One of New Brunswick's two health authorities has said that more people are developing symptoms of a mysterious degenerative neurological condition, according to The Guardian. Listen to this. The condition, concentrated in New Brunswick on Canada's Atlantic coast, has been analyzed by researchers for over two years. And we've talked about this a little bit uh, on this show. But um, this continues. There is still no understanding as to what causes it. Symptoms of the illness include memory problems, muscle spasms, extreme and unexplained weight loss, limb pain, and hallucinations. Uh-oh. The disease was originally hypothesized to be a human prion disease in which proteins called prions cause normal proteins to fold abnormally. But tests have shown that this is not the case. So far, the New Brunswick Office of the Chief Medical Officer of Health has publicly said that 48 people have had the disease. But sources told The Guardian the number of cases is thought to be much higher. Oh, wouldn't that be the first time they cooked the books on numbers of people being afflicted by things, right? Uh, This concludes or continues, nine people have died from the disease, the office said. Speaking to the Guardian about the severity of the disease, the whistleblower said they were going public to raise awareness at how quickly the baffling disease spreads and affects uh, affects patients. Quote, I'm truly concerned about these cases because they seem to evolve so fast. Degenerative disease, guys, to look out. The disease affects women and men equally with patients aged 18 to 85. An epidemiological study by the New Brunswick Health Department ruled out any food, behavior, or environmental exposure that could be causing the illness. A paper was presented to the Canadian Association of Neuropathologists that stated that those who had died with the disease had incorrect or missed diagnoses, such as Alzheimer's and cancer, and were not part of the cluster. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, (laughs) uh, Does Savannah syndrome cause arrogance too? There's the in joke, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anyway, so this is not this is not the first time we've talked about this in the past, and this this is going to keep bubbling up, right? And we've now we have a whistleblower that's trying to bring this information out because it's being covered up. Why is it being covered up? Because science doesn't have an answer for it, right? And and the, the powers that be don't like saying we don't know, we don't have more information, we. 
we need more information, right? What's the problem with that? I don't see the problem with that. If you don't know, say you don't know. Not make up some bullshit lie about wearing no masks and three masks and no masks and four masks and say that, well, whatever. It's just common sense. It's, but I, I represent the science, right? That's the whole point. Stop lying to us and maybe we'll start trusting the things you say. It's, it's a simple, simple formula. Stop lying. Maybe you gain more trust, right? Am I wrong there? Anyway, this we're going to keep an eye on this. As it develops, we have to have a whistleblower talking about an illness, a mystery degenerative illness causing hallucinations and fatigue. Hallucinations, guys. Yeah, right? What the hell is this? Anyway, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. Let's go here. One more final article, and we're, we're out of here. And we're out of here. Uh, yeah, it's killed nine people, nine reported people. And so this whistleblower is saying that the, the numbers are much higher than that. They're being uh, used. Uh, they're cooking the books to say that people are passing away of other things. So they say nine officially. How many actually? Hard to say. Here we go. This is from CryptoSlate.com. Uh, in the metaverse. Ah, oh, the metaverse. Ah, oh, the metaverse. I tried becoming a pop star's neighbor in Decentraland. Here's... What I learned in October, Decentraland's token Mana jumped 350 percent, one of the largest increases this year in crypto after Facebook announced it will rebrand itself as Meta. Yep. On November 23rd, one of the most popular singers in Asia, J.J. Lin, announced on Twitter he bought three virtual plots of land on Decentraland. Almost immediately, promotions claiming to sell plots beside Lin popped up on Cena's website. Buy a plot of land around J.J. Lin at a low price, someone replied in a comment on Lin's tweet. In addition, that plot of land in Honverse was speculated to be about $10,000 for a plot of land rising 1,000 times. This guy says Decentraland is a decentralized world of a virtual world platform based on blockchain technology where players can create and buy their plots of land, build homes on them, and program their own games within their areas. According to the Footprint Analytics, Decentraland has averaged, uh, Decentraland has averaged around 90 new users per day since November with the previous highest number of users coming on March 14th at 210. In any case, uh, I was curious to see what all the fuss was about. He, he, he set to find out and logged in, bought the land. There you go. The prices for lots range from around 5,000 to 6,000 mana for a single isolated lot on the periphery of the world. Uh, the highest price ever paid for a lot was 618,000 mana or approximately $2.4 million on December 20th. 2021 so anyway uh nfts all this stuff blah blah uh i i don't know is this do you see this as a good thing remember my prediction in five years people will be working full-time in the metaverse is it coming I think it's coming. I think it's coming. Anyway, uh, as usual, we'll uh, we'll keep on uh, an eye on this as it develops and uh, doing our thing, hanging out, talking about all of the things. And uh, it, as you know, we do this show, the news show, Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific right here on Twitch. And then this gets pushed out to the podcast feed a day or two down the line. And, uh, well... If you like, if you want your stories featured and you want to talk about them on this show, just send them to me. Just join the Discord, TroubledMinds.org. You can also email me at TroubledMindsRadio at Gmail and uh, just send me some links and we'll uh, we'll talk about them on the new show here. That's the best way to do it. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's a good question, Dre. Why are people spending so much money? It's uh, it's digital real estate. Digital real estate. And this this uh, the odd part is this. That what we're doing right now, what I'm doing right here in this thing, this little TV and the whole, this is digital real estate as well. This is content, right? That could be sold as an NFT at some point or whatever, but it it's becomes, right? It goes up and it becomes part of the troubled minds thing and it's a thing, right? It's It becomes a digital thing in and of itself, a file. But what's happening now is these files are becoming what valuable for what reason i think i think that's the the eerie part of it is if there's no value in a particular file uh then why is that file worth anything at all and so we're i think we're kind of coming up to this weird part of when the internet changes and turns to what they call web 3.0 the decentralized web of the blockchain then hmm, 
<laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's up? Yep, I don't know. Nagani says, remember, we're living in the upside down. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. And so this is weird stuff. I don't know. We'll see where this where this goes, but uh, it's uh, again. May you live in interesting times. May you live in interesting times, and that's for sure. We we certainly do. So there you go. That's what's up. Uh, this is the Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. We'll be back tonight with more Troubled Minds on the way. Troubled Minds Radio, approximately two hours and fifty minutes from now, and we'll uh, we'll talk about crazy stuff like we always do. We'll find something. Uh, there's some stuff here that we could talk about uh, with just the news we did today. So so who knows? Uh, again. Uh, hit me up, Mr. Derek. Are we doing a Lovecraft tonight or something else? And uh, I'm down to do any other or whatever or bump it off to another time. It's all good. You tell me and uh, we'll uh, we'll do something else. So let's see. Uh, Dre says, so basically we won't be able to access the interwebs without paying more than we already do for access. Is that the end game? I'm not sure about that. I, th- I think it may be. Hmm. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I think that uh, I think as these things, the metaverse becomes a thing, I think access will be limited, of course, uh, to one. You have to have the, the gear, right? You have to have like the, the Oculus headset and all the, the weird shit you see in like all these, you know, sci fi movies. Uh, so. So, of course, you start to have uh, a technological. Uh, price uh, that you have to pay, right? So it's it's one. It's in equipment. It's in the computer that you're using. It's uh, and so the race is going to be to to make uh, more devices that can easily access this NFT universe known as the metaverse. So I don't know. It's a good question. We'll uh, we'll keep we'll keep. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's cool. Not this week. I did say not. I did say not this week. That's why I'm checking. I want to check with myself because I. Uh, constantly wreck myself so yeah not this week how about next week next monday right is that when we're talking anyway all good so okay so that's what's the deal is we're going to have uh, something to talk about tonight per usual and it's going to be hopefully a lot of fun so thanks for hanging out with us this is trouble minds news i'm michael strange let's smash the outro button which is right about here and let's get the hell out of here yeah, no sweat, Derek. No sweat. That's why I'm asking. I just wanted to make sure. All right. So uh, as we finish, if you guys want your, uh, again, news articles featured, send them to me on Discord or Troubled Minds Radio at Gmail, and we'll put them on the new show. we got another one coming on Friday at 3 p.m. But tonight, more Troubled Minds on the way. Two hours, 50 minutes from now, we will have something amazing to talk about. So stay tuned for that. See you guys in a few hours. And thanks for being part of this. Thanks for spending your time and your energy here. It means a lot. Uh, again, this is, this is how we've vote for the world we want to live in. It's where you spend your money, where you spend your time, where you spend your energy, and what you do is what you become. Okay? So don't forget that. It is uh, it is an important thing, uh, and thank you all for the amazing thoughts in the chat, all the amazing... Uh, uh, amazing year the previous year of 2021 was uh, was very hot for troubled minds looking forward to another good another good one and uh there you go good shit robot mike beep beep boop boop robot mike all right i'm out of here you guys have a great one trouble minds news michael strange out see you guys tonight time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details